how we met. Bazario Mwanza. Sife Mwanza. We met in Dola. Yeah, at the studio. We came over to record some songs and yeah, that's how we met. How we met. Hi, this is John Mumba. Well, we met at church 2013. It's an interesting, it's an story. interesting story. How we met on Lifestyle. Life says ladies first. Okay. <laughs> Doris Mwamlima Chime. Nobly Wale Chime. Uh, we met. Yeah. I had gone, you know, we went playing with a friend of mine. We, I, I should say we went, we came from, from the nursing home. We went to, she, she, asked, she told me if we can go and, you know, watch aeroplanes. So there was some say, aerodrome somewhere, and it was, f- I didn't realize it was far. It was Akiri, and you know, and it was not built up, it was bushy. So when we were coming back, we were almost attacked by, the, you know, the boys. It, it was just two of us, you know, the young girls, I was, I was 19. She, so, the, you know, they attacked her. Then we screamed. As we were screaming, we saw this young man. I don't know where he was rushing to. He was just doing up his cufflinks and what. So a friend of mine realized and just called. That was him. He says, oh, Vanobli. I didn't Vanobli, not even sure. Vanobli. So that's how he did. And then he came to our rescue. So from there, I don't know. He told me he was going to see, a, he had a date, actually. He was rushing to see his girlfriend. So he didn't go there. He ended up escorting us. That's how we met. <laughs> Um, yes, I I was uh, I was in a hurry, almost on the run. I had a date with some girl where I was going, and uh, then I hear screams, and I turned. It was my name being screamed, and I went for you know to, to find out what was the problem. I found these two girls were in trouble. There were some you know, ruffians that were harassing them. So I came to their rescue. And, uh, you know, I was already late for my date. I therefore decided to escort them to where they were going. As it turned out to be, they were trainee nurses at the uh, nurses training school at Uzakili Hospital in Kitwe. And as I walked them there, I had a chat with the, these two girls. One of them was uh, the young sister to a former classmate of mine. And uh, when I looked at her friend, who was this one, <laughs> uh, as, as the Italians would say, I think I was struck by lightning. <laughs> and that's how we met. That's how things started. Uh, yeah, there was a dead end on the other side. I cut off instantly because I realized all the time I had, I had to go this direction from that moment onwards. 
And uh, I, I actually told her, I said, you know what? I was going to see a girlfriend. But because of you, I've cancelled. And I'm never going to go back again. <laughs> we, we were not so lucky. We had to date for six years. Uh, because uh, of circumstances that uh, we really couldn't help. But uh, I'm very grateful to, to Doris and her family that uh, she was able to wait for me for six years. There's, there's a story to it. Uh, when we met, uh, I, I, I didn't grow up to be a very good boy. I, I used to be a womanizer until she came. And uh, I could feel it in me that this is the girl for me. And uh, I actually did ask her to marry me. And she agreed. And we were to marry within two years after that. And so my life changed to start preparing for that. But before the two years could lapse, something happened in my life and uh, I needed another four years. And I told her, and I asked her, can you wait for me for four years? And she agreed. And that's how we dated for six years. I, I didn't get pressure from the family, but, you know, I had pressure from friends. You know, friends were saying, you know, my friends were saying, mm, how can, are you sure you can wait for a man? Because he had gone abroad. This company is, uh, sent him abroad. So you can imagine for four years. So friends were saying, no, 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 I, I don't think it will work. You know, he's in the UK there and probably he will meet somebody and, you know, he will not come. But, you know, in, he, I took his word. He promised. He promised me he will come back, he will marry me. I was 19. I think I had a lot of trust. And uh, I took what he told me is what I took. I said, no, he'll come back for me. And again, because of communication, you know, those days, it was letter writing. He, he could Every week I received a letter. Every week I received a letter. So that was, to me, that was, oh, this guy, I think this guy is. Okay. Every week the letter came. <laughs> Uh, and, and the phone call. When chances allowed, I used to phone. To phone, yes. <laughs> I felt it. I felt it. I, I grew up in some gang life. In Wuzakile and in Chamboli, there was gang life. And because of that, I had some friends in some gangs. And uh, stories reached her that I was a gangster. And she told me, and I agreed. And I assured her, for her, I will be no more a gangster. And that helped even improve my life. <laughs> you feel it in your heart that this is the one. <laughs> you, you feel it. I don't know how, but God has got his... Uh, but you just feel it that this is the, guy, the right guy for me. I asked my people, my family, I told my elder brother about it, and uh, he organized with uh, our brother-in-law, and they went to, to her people. They took Unsalam. We were charged. In fact, uh, 
Initially, I was asked to pay seven heads of cattle. She's from the northern part of Zambia, Namwangas. Hmm. They charge in Ombe. So they wanted seven, and my people negotiated and uh, uh, pleaded, assured the, the other family that uh, this young man would look after you. And uh, there was a bit of a reduction, uh, reduced to five heads of cattle. That was converted to cash. And uh, we paid. Thereafter, it was a serious planning. I actually called it Project 74. <laughs> it was a project because uh, uh, as a young soldier, I had learned, uh, you know, t- tricks on how to seriously plan things. And I planned my marriage like a military uh, function. And uh, come 1974, we had a beautiful wedding at St. Margaret's Church in Kitwe, UCZ. And uh, we had a reception at the barracks. When you have uh, a jewel of a woman, you, you don't pay in drips and drops. You pay in full. Been married for 45 years. Uh, children, can we count now? Yeah. We, had, we have uh, four biological children, and then a fifth child, uh, Luisha, she's, we brought her up. She's my young sister's daughter. Her mother died when she was three, so we brought up she's ours. Been she's with ours. us since she was three. And then we have Mlenga. The mother died also. My, my sister's yeah, daughter. Yeah, the sister Mlenga Longu. The mother died in a, a car crash. Yes. Yes. Well, there are but several it, others. Yes. They come and go. Yes, they come and go. They come and go. Marriage, it's not Shpikisha Club. Because I don't know why it's called Shpikisha Club because. Marriage is enjoyed, okay? There could be ups and downs, but you resolve those, the little, and there are little ups and downs. But what I have learned is not to, you know, to, to be... To harbor. Yes, to harbor or to be... If, if he makes a mistake, okay? You know, not to be annoyed through... I mean, some people take two, three days, they're annoyed. How long, how much life do you have, mm. you know? You don't have that such a long life. You know, I could be annoyed maybe in the morning. Sometimes I even forgot that I was annoyed. You know, when I see him, I start like, if you got, I say, so I, I actually I was annoyed. Why am I laughing? But yeah, because you don't keep things, you know, in you, no. In the first place, marriage is a result of love. At least my marriage. No one found her for me. I found her myself out of the many, many girls available. And I chose her, and I requested her to marry me, and she accepted, for which I'm truly grateful to God. The wife, that's my treasure. As the young people say these days, she's my better half. How do I get mad with my better half? You know? Um, Marriage, one of the biggest things that uh, I would say is over and above being in love, it's a commitment. Man and woman, wife and husband, they are likely to differ. 
because they are different people. So differing is normal. But they must learn to forgive one another. When she steps on my toes, yes, I might get annoyed, but uh, she is my wife. She is my better half. I think what I observed is there's lack of commitment. The young ladies are too busy doing their things. They do not have time to please their husbands. For, you know, those days we were taught, you know, three things, three important things in life, in, in marriage. You must cook well, you must clean the home properly, and uh, what they say, look after yourself. Don't, I mean, don't look shabby. Your husband comes back home, you are, you know, you are not looking nice. You know, when you're at home and you know that he's coming, look, you know, brush up yourself and, you know, look nice. When he's coming, especially when I'm at home, he comes back, he must find a very good meal because I've been at home. But that commitment these days is not there. Even when I was working, you know, I would rush to say, you know, I, I, I would not, in the morning when I wake up, I would say, I want to prepare this. Okay, I keep it as, and I rush home and prepare a nice meal for my children, for my husband. Said she's a super cook. <laughs> and uh, the commitment, as my wife said, the commitment to marriage is rather shallow amongst the young folk. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about love which I doubt whether they even understand what they say. Once you get married, the process of marrying itself has those vows that you make. Those are serious vows where you promise one another that everything you own belongs to the other one and vice versa. And so even you yourself belong to the other one and vice versa. So you must get committed to those vows and it helps greatly when you have Jesus Christ at the center of it all. Commitment and love. The first love that got us together, we keep it burning. Yes, there is effort both ways. I make effort to make her happy. She makes effort to make me happy and together we have found ourselves as best friends. I love her company, and uh, she takes care of me. She takes care of my people. She manages my home, and dare I say, she manages my life. (laughs) His company, and um, he has time for me. You know, I like shopping. I like shopping, and uh, when we go to town, my husband can wait for me even for five hours. I'm not exaggerating, is he? <laughs> you know? Even six. <laughs> you know, I just say, okay, I'm coming. He says, okay. He will just sit there waiting for me. You know, I do whatever I want to do. <laughs> you know? Sometimes when we, you know, when we had two cars, say, I would say, let me go and say, no, 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 we are going together. I'll wait for you. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's how I appreciate that very, very much. Because I hear most ladies complain, ah, my husband would never do that, my husband. But those are that, the things that my husband does for me. 
I must say, sometimes I do get upset if she keeps me waiting for too long. Mm. But when I get upset, do you know what I do? <laughs> I tell God, my God, this is the one you gave me. So grant me the patience to wait for her. And I wait. <laughs> we, we start the day around uh, 8, 8.30. I go to school. We, we built a school somewhere in the Zingalume area um, where I work for no pay. And uh, uh, some days she joins me, some days she doesn't. And uh, we keep in touch and, uh, you know, we come back in the late afternoon or early evening and we spend time together. For me, the day starts quite early. And uh, I thank God that uh, God has this intercessor for me, you know. I feel, you know, he starts it. He's, uh, he wakes up at three every day, three a.m. every day. Sometimes you, you know, sometimes I don't wake up at three to pray. I sleep late and pray up sometimes up to midnight. But he wakes up at three. Sometimes when he's fast asleep, something will happen to me. Maybe a dream. If I turn like this, I find it's three o'clock, and I just check. It's three a.m. He wake, but normally he just wakes up for himself. Wakes up for one hour. He comes back to bed. Uh, so, as I mentioned earlier, when there's a, some conflict, we sit down and discuss. You know, we go to the bedroom and uh, just, you know, you say, well, what happened? You know, because the best thing to do is when you, you, you realize there's a, a problem, talk about it. Don't wait for tomorrow. Talk about it right there and then when you have time. You know, sometimes what happens, you know, when you, uh, you have differed with your husband, some people, you know, you cannot you st even stop communicating. You know, but for us, we communicate maybe every 30 minutes, every one hour, you know. Even if we have differed, oh, where are you? What, what are you doing? What are you, what, what are you up to? Because, you know, we want to keep in touch all the time. And when we come home, we talk about the difference. Talk about the difference and then resolve. The, the, the disaster of technology has messed up many a home. The children of today and the gadgets they play with, the tablets, the iPads, the laptops, the smartphones, uh, sometimes a source of abuse. And uh, they are character formers they form negative character in children and so the parents need to find ways and means of controlling censoring what are the children seeing on these tablets on these smartphones on the laptops and these things you know the even the cartoons the cartoons of these days some of them are evil. You find even dirty language in cartoons. It was never like that in our time. So the parents of today need to work double hard 
to put controls on their children. Uh, what are they reading? What are they watching on television? What are they exposed to? And then you have the question of junk food, uh, obesity in the families, and strange ailments. The parents need to find time for their children. Minimize on uh, technological advances that the children are exposed to. Yes, take care what books are they reading and encourage them to read. But don't be too busy to watch what your children are doing. Where are they going? What is their company like? What parties are they going to? Which homes are they overnighting at? Okay? You find the children of these days, they, they have nights out, and yet you don't even know the uh, moral fiber of the family where they are where going they to spend them. the night. The children might learn something that you will regret for the rest of your life. As long as she is by my side, I'm complete. <laughs> I think the most favorite moment is when we travel, when we have time to, you know, we, we like going to Israel. So we, when we're at the Holy Land and we have all the, because when we're there, it's all the time we are together. From morning up to sunset, we are together. <laughs> no disturbance, no phone calls. <laughs> No grandchildren, Mbuya, no, no, no. <laughs> Finally, Nkalagutapirisha. <laughs> That's the favorite now. When he's sitting on the bed, Nabisha, they're talking, I'm not saying Yeah, it's very important to fall in love and uh, don't worry too much about the looks uh, I'm lucky she looked smashing then she's still smashing <laughs> now uh, but I'll love her in the daylight I'll love her in the dark night because of who she is and because of what I feel when I'm with her. And it is very important that you don't mistake infatuation with falling in love. Marry your friend if you must marry. So that's why it's important to date for a while so that at least you know each other. You may not know each other very well until you get, but after you date for a, a, a longer time, a long time, you are able to, to know your friend. Um, my prayer is to see, you know, to see good marriages in Zambia. You know, they, you know I was rather hurt when you told me there are so many divorces in, you know, in Zambia. This is a Christian nation. So we pray to God that, as he has said, that they should not rush into marriage. Let them know each other and fall in love first, of course. Know each other. And after they get married, look after each other. 
do what the best you can do for your husband and the husband the best you do for your, for your wife. We are grateful for this opportunity. So when you decide to get married, first make sure he is your friend. Do not get married to a stranger and hope to discover him when you are already in marriage. When you marry, know that he will never be like you. You are different beings. Learn to accept him with his differences and learn to live with your differences and as much as possible, learn to enjoy your differences. How we met. Bazario Mwanza. Sife Mwanza. We met in Dola. Yeah, at the studio. We came over to record some songs and yeah, that's how we met. How we met. Hi, this is John Mumba. Mumba. Well, we met at church 2013. It's an interesting story. How we met on Lifestyle. Tuning to Lifestyle next week and get to hear more interesting stories on how we met.
Just as sure as seasons were made for change, our lifetimes were made for these years. So I, I. 